Welcome to the Son of a Preacher podcast. Please sit back and listen to the thoughts and musings from sermons that were first brought to the pulpit four, five, even six decades ago. I am GW, and I am the Son of a Preacher. I am so happy to be talking to you all again today. My dad first brought this message about the enemy within to the pulpit on February 15, 1970. Scripture was from Matthew, the 15th chapter, the 18th verse, and it says, What comes from the heart defiles a man. So the enemy within. Now my dad, he started this off by asking the question, Can the American dream be destroyed? Remember, he's talking in 1970. When you think about today, I mean today in 2022, well, Russia has just invaded the Ukraine. Gas prices are going through the roof. Stock market has gone into a correctional period. And we really don't know what the world's going to look like six months from now. I mean, you have to think that the world is truly in crisis at this moment. Then this is 2022. Now, my dad was talking in 1970. And he was concerned about the American dream way back then. And in all honesty, it looks worse to me now than it did back then. But he goes, you know, can the American dream be destroyed? And I believe that he believed that it could be and that it it has some real risk involved with it. I mean, democracy is the grand experiment and experiments don't always work. So in 1970, My dad was living in a little town in northern Iowa, and it was about to celebrate its 100-year anniversary. And just interestingly enough, it's been long enough now that they just finished celebrating their 150th year anniversary. Now, it's a nice little town. Always has been, probably always will be. But the church that he was pastoring there, a Methodist church, and he said at the 100-year mark, well, what would that Methodist church have been without a circuit rider? And apparently it was a circuit rider by the name of William Corner. And he would come to town and they'd gather little groups and they'd have little class meetings and they'd have camp meetings. And they would they would have all these meetings in the local area and they started the church. And he's wondering if the relatives of the townspeople in 1970, if their ancestors from 100 years before If they got together and would look at the town in 1970, would they say, wow, you folks have really fulfilled the dreams of the future? And, you know, interestingly, I personally have lived long enough now that I've seen the town at 100 years, and I've seen the town at 150 years. And I have to say that I think the town's done a pretty good job for itself. It's had a little bit of growth. It has a little bit of industry, and it's just a nice area of the world to live. Now, in my dad's thoughts, which I have to say seems to be a bit of doom and gloom thinking, he sat there and he asked, well, what if we had an invader here in the United States? I mean, what if Russia decided to come across the Bering Straits into Alaska? And what if they'd gone through Canada and it swooped down into the United States? Well, that seems a little far-fetched to us today. But is it? I mean, is that the type of thing that could have happened? Could that have happened back in World War II? I remember we have prosperity here in this country. 
And as long as we have prosperity, we're going to be looked at by the rest of the world as, as a country that they might want to have. So when my dad looked at the area that he was living in, and he saw the changes that were happening to that environment and the economic changes that were going on. Now, even in the 60s and the 70s, farms were becoming larger and larger. And he worried then, you know, would the family farm survive? And I have to say, you know, at this moment in 2022, it really hasn't. You know, I mean, the farm you saw in the 50s and the 60s with those 160-acre quarter sections that could survive, they, they just can't survive today. And you just don't see those farms out there. All the farms are larger. So we have to remember, as we look at whether or not the American dream can be destroyed, it's the same thing with, with the religious dreams that we have. I mean, do we have an enemy within? Now, remember, Jesus tells us about, you know, a man or a woman that we can destroy ourselves. In Luke, the 22nd chapter, it says, Now, Simon, Satan demanded to have you that he might sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, you will strengthen your brethren. So even if one's inner strength runs out and there's nothing left, it's important that we have the Lord lean on and to help us ensure that we always have that inner resolve so the enemy within us that can destroy our faith in yourself is not successful. In the world, there are some big sins or crimes that most of us would never do. Most of us wouldn't rob a bank, and we wouldn't take money that wasn't ours from someone else at gunpoint. We wouldn't physically attack someone for no reason. I mean, there are just things that are too big that we would not do. But there's little sins that will eat away at us until those little sins build up into a bigger activity. Within us all, within us all, there are little sins that are seeds of destruction which can grow and multiply. Now, Paul said in Romans, the third, the third chapter, he said, All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And in another part of that chapter, he said, none is righteous. No, not one. The Lord wants us to draw close to him in faith so that he might strengthen our faith and strengthen ourselves. Our faith and our prayer to God is a thing that is so important. It allows us to strengthen ourselves in faith when we pray to the Lord. Now, Jesus would have us spend more time praying. Praying is important praying for ourselves, praying that we might be strong enough to keep our faith strong in Jesus, and that we would not become so weakened that the first temptation would destroy us. So remember to pray and remember that we all have the enemy within us, but because of our Lord, we have a way to fight it through prayer. Thank you for listening to this today. May the Lord bless you, keep you in peace. Thanks for taking your valuable time today to listen to the musings of this son of a preacher. I hope the sermon excerpts from 40, 50 years ago proved to be both interesting and insightful. Please subscribe to this podcast. Let your friends know about this opportunity to see how the Bible and the problems of the world remain amazingly constant. New podcasts should arrive weekly. 
But there is currently a number of podcasts available if you wish to listen more frequently. May the Lord bless you. Keep you in peace.